Good morning, good morning, good morning. Come on in, come on in. This is Dr. Nichols with your sermon topic. Come on in, come on in. Let's get started. Let's go ahead and pray and let's get right into the word this morning. Come on in. Give me a few more people. Good morning, Facebook. Good morning, TikTok. Good morning, Anchor. Good morning. Good morning. I see my usher is in the building. Faith, good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining. All right, let us pray. Father, we thank you right now, God, for this opportunity, God, to be able to witness your word today, God. We thank you, God, for an opportunity, God, that I decrease and you increase. Speak fully uh, through me, God, under the unction of the Holy Spirit. I pray right now, God, that your will be done today, God. We thank you, God, for waking us this morning, God. We thank you, Lord, for our families, God, being able to be here this morning, God, and to give your name the glory, God, the honor that is due unto you, God. We ask right now, Father God, that you open our hearts and minds, God. We pray right now, God, that we receive your word today, God, that it would make that it may transform our thinking, God, and it may transform our minds, God. We thank you right now, God. We ask right now, God, that every sickness right now, God, we cast it down right now, Father God. We pray right, God, right now, God, for healing of the mind, the heart, and the soul, God, and the body, God. We pray right now, Father God, that diabetes be released from people's bodies, God, high blood pressure, God. Uh, even mental illnesses, Father God, would be released, Father God, from people's lives, God. God, that you will restore them, God, and bring them back to health, God, mentally and physically, God. We thank you, God, that we walk in the spirit and not in the flesh, God. We thank you right now, God, of all things that has happened in our lives, God. We give you glory, God, because, Lord, you allowed it to teach us a lesson so that we could be a blessing for the next person, God. And we thank you, God, that we're not taking these hits personally, God. But, God, we ask right now, God, that you continue to allow us to elevate our thinking abilities, God that everything that is formed against us will not prosper. Every weapon that is formed against us will not prosper, God. We already know, God, that we can speak to those mountains, God, and they shall be removed, God. And Lord, we are walking by faith, God, and not by sight, God. We thank you right now. We'll be so careful to give your name all of the glory and honor due unto you. I pray over my wife and my children, grandchildren. I pray over my mom and my siblings, God. I pray over my entire family, God. I pray over each and every individual that is watching right now, those who will be watching later, God. I speak a blessing over their lives right now, God, that you put a shield of protection around them, God. We pray for those, God, who have lost their lives, God, for, for the carelessness of someone else, God, who was deranged, God. And we thank you right now, God, for allowing us to be safe today, God. We pray right now, God, that you remove all of those evil spirits, God, that is entering the minds of these people, God, to be able, God, for us to be able to live out the life that you have called us to live, God. We thank you, Lord, for the abundance that you have given us already in our lives, God, and we bless your name. Let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And it is so in your son Jesus' name that we pray this prayer without a speck of doubt, but all in faith. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Good morning, good morning. All right, my sermon topic this morning is coming from Romans 12 and 2, very particular, a very familiar, rather, uh, scripture. And it is Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 2. Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 2. Someone typed it up for me. And it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Again, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Good morning, everybody. What God's will is concerning your life. But I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you right now. This topic right now is a great topic. And I want everybody to really tap into this here and really understand uh, what is being said in this topic. The topic sermon is, the sermon topic is maximize your potentials and minimize your fears. Again, maximize your potential. Someone typed it up and minimize your fears. Again, maximize your potentials and minimize your fears. So when you begin to look at that as a plural and not a singular, that means that you have potentials. That means that you have different fears also. It's not just one thing. Let me explain something to you. God would take the smallest situation that you're going through and allow you to see it in a bigger light. But what we do is that we start thinking on the small situations and the problems that we have, and we start maximizing those problems versus minimizing those problems through our faith and through prayer with God. And when we begin to understand that whatever God has for us, it is for us, no matter what comes your way, your thinking will continue to allow you to elevate over your circumstances. Don't allow your circumstances to allow you to do something or say something that will end up hurting you in the long run. What do I mean? You got to be careful on how you use your speaking. You got to speak life, but you also have to live life. You got to understand that the more you speak, the more you believe the subject is maximize your potentials and minimize your fears. Faith, thank you for typing that. Maximize your potentials and minimize your fears. Thank you for typing it up. So again, when you begin to understand that your words have power, your words have power because it's something that you're speaking that you desire, that you believe. If you speak in fear, you're going to have it. If you speak in power, you're going to have it. Why do I say that? Because words are powerful. When you speak something, you expect something. See, a lot of you guys just pray to God and you don't listen for a response. Come on, somebody. A lot of you all pray to God and you don't listen for a response. You just pray and you move on. But you need to pray and meditate on what you prayed so that you can hear clearly from what God is for what God is saying. And what you also have to understand is this right here. And hear me clearly. What you also have to understand is that when you are in a position that God has placed you in and you're trying to elevate to the next level, y'all got to get rid of some people in your lives that you know that are damaging to you. You got to, and listen, I don't care if it's family or friends, you got to learn to let people go. It doesn't mean that you don't love them. It just means that you love you more than anybody else. That's all that it means. And sometimes I'm going to be very honest with you. Sometimes it can be family members. It can be close friends or whatever that are jealous of you because you are not in the position that they thought you would be in. Come on, somebody. 
Come on, let me let me tell you this again. Sometimes it's the people that are around you that actually, good morning, that actually don't want you to elevate. I'm saying. Okay, sorry about that. All right, gotcha. Now, listen carefully when I say this here. If you don't do anything else with your life, make sure you be mindful of who you share it with. If you don't do anything else with your life, make sure that you are cautious of who you share it with. Everybody can't go where God is taking you. Everybody won't be able to go where God is taking you. And sometimes people don't want you to go where God is taking you. And they see that God is elevating you. But people will always bring up your past to try to make you feel like you have not elevated. Leave those people in the past, including family including so-called friends. Because real family will look at you from where you used to be and say, wow, look at where God has brought you. Real friends will say, man, I'm so glad to see you in this space, in this moment of your life. I'm so proud of you. Those are the people that you need to stay around you. Yeah. You don't need absolutely nobody around you that's going to keep on reminding you of your past. That's right. We can only save ourselves. We, we Some of y'all try to save other folks. But listen, everybody is not your assignment. That including family. Some of y'all drain yourselves trying to help your family members. Some of you drain yourself trying to help friends. But yet and still, when you need them, are they there? And if the people that you're there for can't be there for you, you need to change how you move with them from this point moving forward. I said what I said. You need to learn how to move forward with them in a different light. If you run and jump every time someone calls you to do something and you do it and you call them for one simple thing, and they can't do it, stop. Yep, I say it is stop. Yeah, just stop. Because at the end of the day, you can't keep burning yourself out for people who's not even there to give you a, a glass of water. Some of you guys have given your last to people that say that they love you. The moment that you need them, they're ghosting you. They're taking you for granted is what they're doing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We've been taught to be people pleasers, but it's time out for that. If a person want to be in my life, they're going to be in my life for me, not for what I can give them. And sometimes people only want you because of what you can do for them. I posted something earlier about that. Some people love you because of what you bring to them. But if you start bringing it to them, will that love be there genuinely? Or will it be there because you were doing something for them? That's not right. 
That's not right. Okay, now maximize your potentials and minimize your fears is the topic. Number one, point number one, you must trust God's hands and his plans. You must trust God's hands and his plans. Let me say it again. You must trust God's hands and his plans. It's good. We have to unteach ourselves some things. That's right. So point number one, again, you must trust God's hands and his plans. Let me say it again. You must trust God's hands and his plans. So in other words, stop trying to talk to everybody about what you're doing because they're the main ones sometimes, not all the time. They're the main ones where well, some of the people around you secretively don't want you to elevate. And when you're telling them you're excited about what God is doing and you can hear it in their voice, mm, everybody ain't able. Must be good. I wish I could do that. Don't type it, those type of people, leave them alone. Every time you talk to them, talk to them about them. So how are you doing? You know, what's going on with you? Talk to them about their lives. See, misery loves company. See, a lot of people aren't happy with their own life, so therefore they go, they're not going to be happy with you and your life. They only want you to be miserable with them. I can't deal with them type of people. I don't cut family, all friends, whatever. When I see that you are jealous because I chose to do something different with my life and not stay stuck and you upset because you stayed stuck and you got comfortable with being stuck, Oh, we ain't got too much to talk about. I promise you that we don't have too much to talk about because what you're doing is you're trying to pull me into your web of deception and your web of misery. I don't do pity parties. I don't do misery parties either. I cancel them and I cancel every invitation. You're not going to come to me with that negative jump. You're not going to come to me with all of that foolishness. You're not going to come to me and you're not going to come for me either with, oh, God told me to tell you this. I just got through talking to him. I talked to him every day, throughout the day. He didn't tell you that because he would have told me first. He would have confirmed it through you. Don't prophesy, lie. Prophesy. Have several seats. Don't come for me if I didn't send for you. I think a lot of people need to get that boldness like I have with that. Just because someone's saying that they're coming in God's name does not mean that they're coming for you in a right position. Come on, somebody. People will have you off target and off task and unfocused because they're telling you God told you to go to the right when God told you to go to the left. Or they're telling you to leave somebody alone and they're telling you, God said, that's the person for you. You better hear the voice of God for yourself. How do you hear him for yourself? He may not come in no audible voice and be like, hey, how are you? No, he may not do any of that. But he may just come to you, simple, and just say a small, still voice, that ain't the one for you. They got hidden motives. They got a hidden agenda. See, that's when your discernment got to kick in. I know I'm talking to somebody. I ain't talking just to myself. You got to understand what a discerning spirit is. 
See, when you discern something, that means you're learning what God is speaking in the spiritual realm. That's what discernment is. You, you learning God in the spiritual realm, not religion. I don't do religion no more. I left religion over 10 years ago and they, they ain't turned back. When you become a spiritual being, you begin to see things in the spirit and not in the flesh, the way religion has taught us. You got to unlearn some things. Then you got to relearn some things. Then you got to execute in the present moment what you've learned. Everything in the past does not apply right now. And I always say this here, take the best, burn the rest. What doesn't apply, let it fly. Everybody can't speak into your life. Don't let them. Everybody can't speak into my life. I don't let them at all. I don't. It's not me acting like I'm all that in a bag of chips, but no, I know that God created and designed me for purpose. You're not going to bring pain and think that I'm going to just be here and accept that because it's just not going to happen. We're not doing that. Not over here, not in this season. When people told me I wasn't going to even graduate from high school, I did not listen to that seed. I uprooted that seed as soon as they spoke it. Here's the thing right here, and I'm going to say this here with all due respect. I'm not going to listen to absolutely nobody that's not headed where I'm headed. I'm not going to listen to absolutely nobody that's not going to pour positivity into me as I'm on this journey. If you point negative stuff, return to sender because I'm not listening to it. I'm not. Definitely not, and you shouldn't either. But we'll talk about that. Just inbox me on that. Okay, now, point number two. Even when you don't understand God's process, still trust him. Even when you don't understand God's process, still trust him. Say it again. Even when you don't understand God's process, still trust him. And let me tell you what I mean by that. Everything ain't for you to know every intricate detail. Let me say it again. Everything that God is taking you through, you don't have to know the intricate details, but what you do have to remember is have faith in him. What you do have to remember is trust God through the process. What you do have to understand is God is in charge and he's in control. That means that God looks beyond a situation while we're sitting here looking at a situation. We look at our circumstances and God looking beyond the circumstances and say, yeah, if you just keep the faith, the next door is about to open. If you just keep the faith, I'm about to take you to the next level. If you just keep the faith, the people that you're thinking are for you, I'm about to remove them. And the people that you thought weren't going to be there for you, I'm about to reveal to you that those are the people that I sent to you. You choosing people that God never chose for you. Come on, somebody. You're choosing people that God never chose for you. And just because it's a relative does not mean that you're relatable. Whoa, there it is. I said it. Ah, there it is. Just because you're a relative does not make you relatable. Come on, somebody. Yes, I'm going there today. Yes. Yes, I'm going there today. See, a lot of people want to sugarcoat stuff. Dr. Nichols don't do that. Nope. But see, when you tell me, even with family members, when you tell me what I can't do, I just say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
So if God gives me the strength and the ability, there's nothing that you're going to tell me. Nothing that you're going to tell me that is going to lower what God has spoken on the higher frequency. Frequency is important. Do not, under no circumstances, allow other people to bring you down to their level. You raise them up to yours. And if they can't come up, don't even look back. Sometimes you got to leave people in the past in order for you to get to the present moment where you are. Some of y'all still stuck right now because y'all still trying to hold on to dead relationship. Y'all trying to water a dead plant that's, that's uh, dead from the root. Y'all still trying to uh, feed uh, a relationship and knowing that it's only one side. Sometimes you got to accept things for what they are and move on. That part, period. Part number three, patience and confidence gives you the power to keep your faith. Patience and confidence gives you the power to keep your faith. Let me say it again. Patience and confidence gives you the power to keep your faith. So in other words, when you begin to have the power and you begin to, well, when you begin to have the patience and the confidence, then you gain the power to keep your faith. See, there are certain things that happen in all of our lives that we're not proud of. There are certain things that happen in our lives that allows us to question our faith, and it's okay. But when you get to a point in your life where you're saying enough is enough, I'm going to trust God through it all. I'm going to trust God through it all. When you begin to say that, that's when your power increases and your faith elevates. Don't get it twisted and act like you have never been through anything because you have. And the key word is you went through it. But as you went through it, you came back out a better person. So everything that you go through takes you to the next level. Never forget that. Don't say, why me? Why not you? See, God wouldn't put anything on you that he knows that you can't bear. God would not put something on you that he knows that he has not equipped you to handle. See, if you trust God through the process, you'll gain the progress and you'll be able to elevate and you'll be able to move forward. I'm telling you, you'll be able to move forward and do what God called you to do. Point number four, stop listening to the negative mindset of you and others. Stop listening to the negative mindset of you and others. Let me say it again. Stop listening to the negative mindset of you and others. What do I mean by that? Sometimes you can be your own worst enemy. Sometimes you can literally be your own worst enemy. You can be that person that's sitting there making yourself feel like you can't do it because someone planted that seed and you keep watering that. I don't care what your parents or brothers and sisters have told you through life when you was coming up, stop watering that garbage. I said exactly what it was, garbage. 
They didn't know no better. It was ignorance then, and you got to stop watering ignorance. When you know better, you do different. You don't just do better. Come on, somebody. When you know better, you do different, period. When you know better, you do different. Stop, stop running around here letting people put garbage in your mind. If you don't like how garbage smells in your house and you take it, you take the trash and you put it out, take the same trash that they tried to put in your mind, take it out the door, drop it, leave it. Do not return to it. Nobody wants to keep on smelling the same garbage, right? If that garbage is there and you smell it the first time, take that trash out. Take that trash out. Like seriously. Well, my mama said, my great-grandma, when all of them was wrong, it was out of ignorance. Love your grandparents, your mama, your dad and them, love all of them. But at the end of the day, there was ignorance on their part that they didn't know, they didn't understand. You know better, you better do different. You know better, you better do different. <clears throat> Point blank. <clears throat> so stop listening to the negative mindset of you and others. Get out of your own way is what I'm trying to tell you. Because sometimes you can stop your own blessings. It ain't got nothing to do with other people now. I'm, I'm just being honest. Let me go. Let me, let, me, let me twist for a second. Sometimes it's you. It ain't everybody else. See, you don't listen to so much garbage. It's ridiculous. You act like you don't know how to come out of it. Yes, you do. You know how to come out of it. Stop talking to all these folks. This is what I've learned. When I got quiet and when I started moving in silence, when I began to, uh, when I began to take my life into my own hand, and I began to move the way God says move, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Things began to happen, doors began to open, connections began to happen, and I promise you, I'm not looking back. When folks call me now, man, you don't, you ain't the same. I'm glad you realized that. You don't call me no more. I'm glad you realize that the phone works both ways. Because if you're not watering, I'm not either. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That includes family. I love you, but I love me first. And I love me enough to know I deserve better. And you know that I deserve better. So I'm going to show you. I'm going to teach you how to treat me. I'm not going to let you teach me how you're going to treat me. Unacceptable. Stop accepting that foolishness. By no means should nobody tell you how they're going to treat you. You show them how they're going to treat you by how you treat yourself. How you love yourself. You take yourself out to a movie. You take yourself out to eat. You take yourself out to the park. You take yourself. You treat yourself to a massage. Go get you a pedicure, manicure, whatever. You go get your neck popped, your back, back popped, whatever, from the chiropractor. You teach them how to treat you. Not the other way around. I've been learned that I'm 50 years old. Been learned that. And, I'm, and now I've lost, well, I haven't lost people. God has removed people in order for me to elevate to the next level. I ain't lost nobody. When you lose something, you go to looking for it. Oh! Y'all didn't hear that? When you lose something, you go to looking for it. I ain't lost nothing. God removed them. That part. Point number five. Remember your trust is in God, not your circumstances. Let me say it again. Remember 
Your trust is in God, not your circumstances. Your trust is in God, not your circumstances. See, a lot of people put their trust in their circumstances. That's not what God wants you to do. God is not interested in you doing those crazy things like that. He's not doing that. He's not at all. He's not doing that. So remember, your trust is in God, not your what? Circumstances. See, a lot of people want their circumstances to supersede their faith. That circumstance is a current, is a, is a, uh, temporary thing at the moment at the moment but God is always on point and he's always everlasting also you got to put your trust in God not your circumstances point number six stay in constant communication with God and not your fears stay in constant communication with God and not your fears. Let me say it again. Stay in constant communication with God and not your fears. And when you do that, I promise you, you will learn to maximize your potentials and minimize your fears.